You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. We're broadcasting from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. It's a beautiful fall morning here in South Dakota. We, I'm going to enjoy this weekend. You know what I'm Amen. going to be doing? What are you going to be doing, Heather? Working. <laughs> <laughs> the mustard seed. <laughs> ah, very good. If you don't see me on or hear me on the radio, I'm at the mustard seed. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the counter. Behind the counter. Well, I am thrilled to have our next guest on. Very fascinating, and I can't wait to get to chat with him. William Detheridge, good morning. Good morning. How are you all doing? Good. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I was uh, raised uh, Catholic in Portland, Oregon. A very uh, interesting place, I suppose, to have a Catholic uh, upbringing, for sure. And Mm -hmm. such a beautiful part of the country, but uh, God knows that there's a lot of uh, work for evangelization that could be uh, used around those parts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I grew up with a great interest in politics and theology, so I pursued that for uh, my bachelor's at the Catholic University of America. But along the way, I fostered a lot of skills involving uh, digital media, like web design, uh, video production, podcast production, because I figured that if there's a reason that, you know, people in my hometown of Portland, Oregon, uh, were more or less uh, repelled away from the faith, it's because we haven't sufficiently embraced tools for the new evangelization. So I I suppose that's a little bit about myself, that Mm -hmm. uh, my desire to spread the good news over these exciting new mediums uh, really encouraged me to delve into them and uh, mesh them with my theological interests, for sure. I love it. Well, and it you just lead us straight into why we decided to have you on today, because um, are you the founder of your website, or how did that come about? Yeah. So, yes, I am the founder and CEO of Catholics for Hire. We are an LLC based in Washington, D.C. I'm still at Catholic U, actually, getting my master's in historical and systematic theology. And basically uh, what we do for our business is we, uh, we're a group of freelance Catholic uh, college students or recent graduates who work with Catholic organizations or uh, companies and groups that support Catholic causes by building websites, uh, producing videos, podcasts. Um, If it's digital and it's remotely Catholic, we do it, you know, and uh, it's a great opportunity for us to train and engage young Catholics who are interested in digital content production, but also offer services a wide variety of Catholic organizations who are uh, looking for a way to get into the digital sphere. Wow. Well, and I, I, so growing up, my mom was the DRE for many, 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 many years at the cathedral in Rapid City, South Dakota. And the one thing I always was frustrated with as a kid, so my I have to go back. My bachelor's degree is in interior design. So I'm a very creative person, and I'm very aesthetic. I like things to look good, whatever, whatever. So here comes the snobby part. I always was embarrassed by the content a lot of us 
our Catholic stuff would put out. It to mm. me, it was very old fashioned and very cheesy. And so, right. I love hearing that we're getting a new look. Not that we need a new look, but I don't want to be old fashioned every. I don't know. This isn't coming off right, Father. <laughs> so talk a little bit about that. When you're going into, let's say, a parish needs a new website, how do you freshen it up? Yeah. So one of the common criticisms we've heard about uh, web developers um, or digital content producers that Catholic organizations work with uh, is that all too often, even the Catholic companies they work with don't have their heart in the mission. Mm. And, you know, that's what I'm trying to foster as much as I can with my uh, company. We're trying to be as mission-driven as we possibly can. Uh, Almost every single one of the students that works with us is taking classes in theology, getting a double major in theology, a minor in theology, etc. And I think it's important to have that foundation, because if we're really dealing with what is good, what is true, what is beautiful, that has to shine through these websites, these videos, Etc. Or else, you know, as you stated, how are people going to be attracted to that, right? You know, right. the Catholic Church has the easiest and hardest job in the whole world, in my opinion. We're entrusted with uh, the truth that comes from Christ. And, you know, all we have to do is let Him shine through us. But, my goodness, uh, that mm. can be quite difficult at the same time if we're uh, not doing our best job to make sure that uh, we allow our work to reflect his beauty and goodness, etc. Amen. He said it way better than I did. We Uh. heard the same thing from you. (laughs) Don't, don't worry. (laughs) He's probably responding to this question a little more often than you. You know, if you wanted to talk about evangelizing through radio, you'd probably have him, you know, all over the board. So no, thank you very much. That's beautiful. And I think there's uh, a, you know, I, I come from a business world. I am a marketing and sales sort of person and um, at times felt like that world betrayed me. Maybe that's a harsh word to say betray, mm-hmm. but thought, you know, I'm going to go do the Jesus thing now because that's what really matters. And the more that I've taken the journey, the more I realized, number one, that not everybody that is doing business and marketing and sales and all those things is doing it. Um, it, Many of people are doing it for the good of other people. Mm -hmm. You can do, you know, the reason we're, we're, we're a community of people and trying to serve people. And that is one way in which we're serving people is paying attention to things. And to realize that the means with which you present something, once you're off that idea that somehow I'm trying to sell them, the way in which you present something says something about what you believe of it. Mm. It's like to care for some, if you walk into a room and the place is cared for, whether you understand it or not, you experience being cared for. When Mm. you receive an email that is in a particular fashion or looks beautiful, you, you're drawn to it. We're a human person that's drawn to order and beauty. And um, now we, if that's our end, then we're going to expect out of people what they can't do, or we're going to miss where Jesus comes in the brokenness or in the wounds or in the, the disfigurement of reality, uh, that he is in there too. But I, the more and more I'm, I'm aware, like 
for something to be beautiful, for something to be laid out well, for something to be reach me in the way in which I operate and look at the world on whatever kind of media sources I do. It, it, this is a way to care for people. And we've been having this conversation at the parish because at the parish we're new. We're in a bedroom community here in Harrisburg. Almost everybody in town is working in Sioux Falls all day long. Mm-hmm. And we don't, you know, 60 years ago when a parish was founded, you know, 40, 50% of mothers were at home in the neighborhood and they just stopped into the office. Well, here we don't have people stopping into the office like that. We get a few people once in a while, but in general, uh, the people that we're ministering to want to be available online, want to be able to do something through a website. And, right. and so we've been realizing, like, to care for the website, to care for the email, to respond to those things is to do so in the name of Jesus, just as if we would want to welcome somebody in the front door. Uh, I think that it's an important dynamic as long as we're aware it's a part of the life with Christ. It's not the end in itself. Yeah. No, that, that's beautiful. And I also, you know, I appreciate your remarks about um, your background in business as well. Um, you know, one trend that I, I mean, one of the reasons I started Catholic for Hire is a rather disturbing trend I noticed that I didn't see many Catholics, uh, Catholic businesses coming together and supporting each other. In fact, I've uh, worked with a few different organizations who tell me, you know, that they're very inspired by a lot of the uh, communal aspects of uh, other denominations of Christianity, where, you know, the first question is always, how can we help each other, you know? Whereas uh, a, a trend with a lot of cat, even businesses that call themselves Catholic, it's more about, all right, here's how much we're going to charge you, right? Hmm. Um, that's something that we're trying to push against as hard as we possibly can. Because coming to D.C., it really opened my world to a variety of Catholic institutions and communities that need some help. And when I heard that they'd be getting charged, like, Thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars for a single website. I, I just thought, my goodness, how can any uh, you know mid-sized or small Catholic organization be expected to grow if they're under the presumption that that's what it takes to get to the next level? I, I mean, so many businesses treat web design like we're in the '90s, both design and cost-wise too. And you know, those trends motivated me to say, you know, enough is enough. There has to be a service out there that is on the cutting edge, which is why we primarily work with young people, but is also affordable and presents aesthetics in a modern way and makes websites easy to edit, easy to access. That's another aspect. You know, a lot of the uh, older generations of web designers are stuck on code. Uh, Can you really expect a parish uh, council or a priest to... um, inherit a website from a designer and all right here's all the code uh have fun no we have to use modern interfaces that make it easy to edit our philosophy is if something were to happen to us uh collectively uh god forbid uh the the very next day the uh parish community or the organization could learn how to work the website in five minutes or less really that's one of our core um goals there when designing 
Wow. Mm. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with William Dethridge, the CEO and founder of Catholics for Hire, just kind of talking about uh, what they do and how they do it. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and William, we're going to have more to chat with you about on the other side, if you'll stick around. Um, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. Do you know that your prayers today can still aid in the salvation of someone who died years ago? I'm Father Chris Alar. God is outside of time. And since he is all-knowing and all-powerful, he knows every prayer you will ever make and has the power to apply those graces to any point in time, past, present, or future. So if you have lost anyone, especially to suicide, and think that they are eternally lost, you can still help them. God can take your prayers from today and give someone grace at the time of their judgment because he forever knew that you would make that prayer and he wants you to help them accept his offer of salvation. So there is still hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Father John Rutten. We're broadcasting today from St. John Paul II Parish here in Harrisburg, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We've been having a wonderful conversation with William Dethridge, the CEO for CatholicsForHire.com. And we were just kind of talking about what it is they do and how they do it. And uh, one of the questions that I had um, during break that I um, wanted to ask William. So we have a five-state listening audience, William. If somebody's listening to this and they have a Catholic organization, say a parish, and they know their website needs a lot of help, how expensive is it? And do you make it affordable for these smaller parishes? Wonderful question. And, you know, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that ties into why I started Catholics for Hire altogether. Um, we believe that, you know, every Catholic organization out there that has 
a mission that, uh, you know, is noble and is oriented towards doing good in the world deserves a platform to be heard. And, you know, what, what that means is we don't have, like, fixed rates necessarily. One of the advantages employing college students and recent graduates is we get a wide variety of availability, of skill level, etc. So, you know, the price range that we offer is uh, quite diverse, I suppose. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, uh, I like to say that, you know, let's say, for example, if there was a, you know, small African church out there that was doing some great work, but were going under financially and only had a few hundred dollars to spare and said, we just really need a website, but they're doing great work and we can see uh, their uh, mission and believe in what they're doing, we'll take on that project, right? Alternatively, if there's like a large, wealthy Catholic organization that really needs something upscale, then, you know, of course, the price is going to go up like that. But, you know, the bottom line is, if we believe in, uh, if we can see the fruits of the mission at work, and there's a clear vision outlined, and we can really grasp how uh, the work is going to help the church in the long run, uh, sign us up for it, you know. Um, so, yeah, we like to keep things very, very affordable. Um, we'll do hourly rates even. Um, and, you know, professional web design, I- I've heard of people charging like hundreds of dollars an hour, which, n- no, we-, we-, we refuse to take that kind of model. You know, like I said, uh, when you're working with college students, there's a lot of flexibility as far as uh, charging people go because uh, it gives and it gives them experience too. You know that that's the other mm-hmm. side of the coin, right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and you don't just provide website designs. Can you talk a little bit about more uh, different things that you guys are providing? Of course, yeah. So graphic design uh, ties into a lot of our different work. Uh, we uh, run social media campaigns as well across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we do video and podcast editing. Um, one of the organizations we work with here in uh, Washington, D.C., is the Institute for Human Ecology at the Catholic University of America. And we actually handle their uh, podcast production, video editing, web design, uh, graphic design, all sorts of uh, different digital avenues there. Yeah, as I said before, if it's digital and it's Catholic, oh, we'll do it. You know, uh, I think it's important uh, to have a good relationship with a company that's doesn't just specialize in one digital aspect, but has a grip over all of them. You know, branding is, and consistency are very important. And to have an organization that uh, is, uh, can handle a diverse array of digital content production, uh, we can get a good grip on what exactly is the branding of a Catholic organization is, um, down to the colors, the logos, fonts, etc., we're all about consistency here, which is why we want to offer diverse services for every org we work with. Interesting. So why are you drawn to hiring college student age employees? Yes, yeah, that's an excellent question. So I think the answer is twofold. First of all, uh, we like to be on the cutting edge of technology. Um, it's amazing how rapidly things evolved. I mean, think about the Internet 20 years ago, uh, 20 or 30 years ago. And it, it's a very different landscape and requires fundamentally different skills to get good at things like web design and video production. And one of the traps I've seen 
many companies uh, in web design or video production and even Catholic companies in uh, digital content production is that they're using the technologies and skills that were relevant 10 or 20 years ago. And I don't think that's viable. And it also makes the price skyrocket because things are so much easier to do now. You know, we, we don't need to spend hours and hours uh, manually coding every single little aspect of the website in uh, because there have been platforms that have been developed that we're blessed with that we need a we have our disposal and may as well use there. So, you know, having college students who were born into the digital age, I mean, I got into web design as a hobby, quite frankly. Uh, my degree is in politics and theology. But, you know, being <laughs> born into the digital world and designing websites for fun as a kid, I mean, this generation really has a grasp of what uh, digital content production is about. And like it's the same with video editing, podcast editing, I mean, uh, uh, the most popular content creators in the world are in my generation, quite frankly. So that's one side of it. The other side is we want to show Catholics, uh, especially in college or recent graduates, that there are opportunities for them to use their skills to both serve the Church and uh, give them viable career paths, too. I mean, God gives us so many talented people with great gifts, and we want to show them that there is a future for them to not only uh, do God's work, but potentially even make that part of their vocation. Huh. Amazing. So if somebody is listening and they're a young college student or college-age student, um, how do they go about joining your team? Yeah, that's a, another excellent question. So uh, I guess the first step would be to contact us, and there's forums at catholicsforhire.com. And, you know, one of the things we pride ourselves in is we know that we're working with college students, and we know that the schedules of college students fluctuate. Um, we keep a lot of people um, basically uh, on alert as far as uh, who can take on certain projects. And the advantage to having a community of college students and recent college graduates is that if uh, someone's too busy to take on a project, they don't have to volunteer for it, right? When they sign up to work with Catholics for Hire, they're not committing themselves to anything. The only commitment comes when we say, here's a project, who wants it? And they say, I have the time for it, I'll do it, right? So we've set it up intentionally to be very college student friendly. That's awesome. So how about the other end? If, uh, if someone is listening, how do they go about hiring you? Yeah, a similar deal. Just go on our website, um, catholicsforhire.com. And actually, one of the first things that pops up is a form uh, asking, you know, how uh, we can help if you want uh, information about our services or if you'd like to request some services. So that is certainly the easiest way to go about it. I suppose uh, another direct way over email would be to email. It's uh, info at catholicsforhire.com. But the form on the webpage is probably the easiest way to go about that. William, awesome. Thank you so much. Any last thoughts before we let you go? Well, I just really appreciate the opportunity to come on. And, you know, I invite all people, whether you're interested in joining our mission or, you know, becoming partners of ours. Uh, one thing I always like to say is we don't work with clients. We work with children of God. And we really try to live that out, uh, not only in the products we produce, but in the relationships we form uh, with the uh, Catholic organizations and uh, Catholic supporting organizations, too. Just real quick. 
um, we don't confine ourselves purely to uh, Catholic uh, parishes or organizations. If uh, you know your company or your group supports uh, values that align with the church, we'd love to work with you too. Wonderful. Well, William, a fascinating, fascinating work at such a young age. Um, yeah, amazing. <laughs> wow, the church has a lot, of, a lot of life and light in it. It does, it does. So, William Detheridge, CEO of Catholics for Hire, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, too. Have a wonderful day. All right, you too. God bless. Wow. So. You just, the, the day always, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's a young man with a lot of uh, great ideas. <laughs> yeah, a bit. I wonder. Yeah, if, the li- the <laughs> the listening. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he's gonna fire himself when he gets too old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the listening audience heard how old he was, but he's under thirty. He's under thirty. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm just more amazed by young people and their talent, or if it just means I'm getting old. <laughs> um, we're not old because we're the same age. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. You're like looking at me like she's old, folks. <laughs> well, All I, I need to go is look in a mirror, though, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think what's su- surprising is the boldness hmm. to think at such a young age. Here, I'm going to start a company. Yeah, you know that is like something that. I don't think I thought of when I was 24. I don't know. but Well, you have that artistic side, so we're all gifted differently. And This is true. He uh, maybe has a little entrepreneurialism in him, and yeah. you have a little uh, beauty in you. And <laughs> they know. come out differently then. They do. We all yeah. have our gifts. Mm-hmm. We do. All mm-hmm. right. Well, I'm excited for our next segment because it's all about you, Father John. Yes. So you're going to sing for Continued us today? Continued do you want me to sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but we are going to hear part six, which is hard to believe, of your, I guess we're calling it your vocation story, but just life story. Yeah, yeah I was thinking now it's kind of like how that happens, you know, as you get like the slices are getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> it's like, okay, pretty soon we just got to give this up. <laughs> we have to give it up. Is today going to be the last uh, part, you think? Um, I think there maybe could be one more. Okay. So. All right. Well, more with Father John Rutten right after this. So folks, stay right where you're at. If you've missed parts one through five, just go Google on our website, Father John Rutten. <laughs> and it'll pull up the rest if you wanted to hear all of them. So stay tuned. More Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 